So happy 2020, everyone. My name is Noelle Lambert. I am privileged to share with you through this podcast my love and my true gift of music that God has given me and has provided me and has shown me. Many people probably know already that I ring handbells and that I sing in the sanctuary choir, which I truly love. And this past Christmas, I got some really wonderful encouragement and comments from people who said that they can see the joy in my face and in my being when I ring. And I truly feel that way when I play music. But truthfully, the joy has been there almost all my 54 years. And the best memory I have where music started was beginning with this Christmas in 1974 when I received a 22-key Magnus electronic organ. And you should look it up. It's really cool. (laughs) But I was a child. Let's see. I was probably eight years old. And I took that organ and I played and I devoured songbooks and chords and rhythms and melodies and hymns and everything I could. I taught myself music on that old organ. I would give anything to have that back. But now that I'm thinking about it, maybe that's not truly when it started because I had a father who truly loved all music. He was a child during the war, which would be World War II. So he grew up with his family in a post-depression America. Music got him through and he trusted it. And he gave me that gift. He passed it to me, taught me Nat King Cole, Jim Croce, Lena Horne. And even to this day, my very favorite, who is Johnny Mathis. I can sing all his songs. I love him. I think it's kind of fun, and uh, Diane Goodwin used to get chuckles out of this when I would sing some old songs, which were way before my time, just so I could see the look on the face of that person from a previous generation. She used to sing this song, Take your shoes off, Lucy, don't you know you're in the city? And I remember that song when I was a child. It was a little before my time. So I'm, I, I have a memory of when I was a child, my parents were down to one car because they both worked. You know, they, they were a middle-class family and they struggled a little bit. But every day, my dad would drive my sister and me to pick up my mom. My dad took the night shift so he could be home with me and my sister. And when we would go in the car to pick up my mom, that's when the music lessons would begin. So he would just skip from one radio station to the other on the car radio and we would sing and we were learning and we were listening which I did not know it then but that is probably what contributed to a music base that's wide-ranging and rich for me and then there was church every single Sunday it didn't take long that I realized I could transfer the numbers from my Magnus organ songbook to actual notes And I taught myself those notes, and it didn't take long for me to realize I could use those notes to play hymns. And I would use the Lutheran Book of Worship, which was the Red Book edition. I was totally obsessed with this. I would just transpose and learn how to play hymns. I played everything. I sang everything. So I really credit church in general with my music base because this is where I experimented with harmonies, I experimented with accompaniment. To this day, I can sing parts on almost any Christmas hymn in the hymnal because I taught myself. Eventually, I took piano lessons, and don't tell anybody at Ascension, but I used to play the organ at my church. (laughs) Um, I wasn't very good at it, but I got everybody through the hymns. 
The name of my church when I was a child is Atonement Lutheran, and it's in Jacksonville. One thing I want you to know is that I took part in closing the doors of that church. I miss it, and I miss the people. We all went our separate ways. It was a death of sorts to me, and it has left a void in my life like no other. But something else. My family plays a car game, and we like to call it the scan game. You may have heard me say that before. If I've been on a road trip with you, we probably played the scan game. You, you get locked in the car and you don't have a choice. You have to play. <laughs> but we've played it well for over 30 years. What you do is you hit the scan button and then you cannot touch the radio again. It just has to scan. So the radio will stop for like six seconds on all sorts of music genres and music types. And you have to call out the artist or the group that's singing the song. So you get country or pop or sometimes even Hispanic music or old church hymns even on the radio sometimes. And if you get the right artist or the right group and it's correct, you get a point. But if somebody challenges you and say, no, that's not right and you're wrong, then you lose a point. In our family, it's cutthroat, but we have lots of fun. And it's around music. Most important to me about that is my kids have learned just a plethora of artists and song styles. I even have a child who's better than me at recognizing music, and you know him. He's Preston. He's very musical, and it just makes me very proud. One memory comes to mind, an ascension memory that I'll never forget. My brother, Mike Nowicki, shared a ministry moment back in uh, either the early 2000s or the late 1990s. Uh, he got up and he, for some reason, something was on his heart. I don't remember if it had to do with maybe um, we were having a campaign of some sort, but he shared almost exact quote. You can listen to any type of music. You can enjoy that music. You can dance to it. You can play it. But if it's not praising our father and his son, then it's hollow. And although I had always enjoyed gospel music, I listened to it, I played it, that talk that he gave really convicted me from that moment on to spend most of my time listening to Christian contemporary music. I do enjoy all music, but for me, that music is worship. And you can worship at home, you can worship in the car, you can worship on the go, you can worship when you're at your lowest and I will always be grateful for that insight. All of this that I've been talking about is true and right, but the thought occurs to me that exposing the love of music could not or would not be possible without my church ascension, my church family, where I've worshiped faithfully since 1996. I brought my love of music to this place, but Ruth McDonald can tell you, she tried and tried to get me to join the choir and the handbells, but I wouldn't commit because I felt like I would be pulling my time away from raising my children. So I waited, and finally, in June of 2001, I joined the handbell choir. And I'm telling you, it was a joy from the get-go. We had fellowship, we ate together, there was the art of the music, the actual instruments, and this was a new thing for me. I had never played handbells before. Uh, we used all five octaves, which you can remember, maybe some of you, that those bells are humongous. <laughs> and we had three octaves of chimes. And when we were in our heyday, it was full and fabulous. I have always treasured the relationships that I made and the great music that we rang. 
And then I found out, what? We play at Disney. That was exceptional. That was wow. That was so much fun. But shortly after I joined that choir, I had what I call the great situation. It was confusing. There was nervousness. There was the unknown. I was pregnant with another child. This was our fifth, and I was barely making ends meet. And I asked the Lord, what are we going to do? I was scared. I shared with all of my music friends, my pals, my new handbell choir. We were at Disney at the time. And some can tell you to this day that they remember that night because God was there and there were tears. But I know in my heart he provided those people just for me, just for that moment. I know it with my whole being. They encouraged me. They loved me. They hugged me. They told me it would be all right, and I believed them. And looking forward, I can't imagine life without faith. And now you know how she got her name. Some things for some people is the music style. So for my husband, Vince, that's his contribution. He wants to move. He wants to feel. He wants it to move him. So in 1998, Vince began talking to Pastor Wilman about offering a contemporary service. And a committee was formed. And even though that little service has had its ups and downs, Lamberts have always worshipped in the Fellowship of Praise service, which is now what we call a contemporary service. One time I remember Cassidy was just four years old. She's 25 now. She might not be 25. I'm not sure how old she is, but she's older now. And Pastor Reinhardt was visiting one time, and he used to get so tickled when he was pastoring in that service to see Cassidy Ray break out in a spirit dance. <laughs> you know how we do the, the musical instruments up front now? She was doing it way before they had those instruments, and she would just dance and dance, and he would just smile. For us and for me, music is worship. Right now at 2020, I am blessed to provide 15 minutes of opening during the Sunday school time for our littlest members from 9.45 to 10 every Sunday morning. I begin the Sunday school hour with music, song, prayer, and scripture. It's a little different, but some the same to a time when I was the music teacher for our Ascension Early Childhood Preschool. During that time when I was the music teacher, probably about 15 years or so, I probably saw over 100 preschool students in those music classes. To me, it was sheer joy. I felt truly gifted and in my gift to teach. Now I count it sheer joy. When I see a student or family, I'm going to mention her name. Her name's Courtney Sickler. She was one of my littlists, and she can tell you that it was the early exposure to these silly songs that I did and these instruments that I brought to the classroom that have fostered her desire as an artist. She is currently in the Lyman Theater Program. She plays the violin, and she's a beautiful, artistic, musical person. So in closing, I just want to say that people come and people go, and pastors come and pastors go. Even churches come and go. But music stays. Music is the true gift from God. And so many times over the years, I have personally accepted music as a gift. 
When Ginger Haller, a friend of mine from my years at Atonement, sang the Lord's Prayer at my wedding, it was her gift to us. When Carol Wadley sang Born and Cry at Faith's Baptism, she gave that to us as a gift. And when the Ascension Handbell Choir played Pachelbel's Canon in D for George's wedding, that was a gift for us. When Grace Frank played the piano for my father's memorial service, which Ascension allowed me to have here, even though my dad wasn't a member, it was a gift. I just truly thank God for his heavenly delight in music. And I praise, praise God Almighty for the abilities and the talent that he's given people. And I praise God for Ascension Music of the Heart.